And now, in the Stressless in studio this morning, Zach Bass with the Redmond Airport. And Zach, good morning, sir. Frank, thanks for having me. Thank you very much for coming in. I appreciate that. So, uh, we've heard rumblings uh, with new stuff happening at the airport. Now, we've already talked about the expansion pretty much, but you've got... It seems like you're always adding new flights and the current carriers are, are adding things and maybe you're getting some new carriers. List the number of carriers or the carriers you've got now at, at the Redmond Airport. Yeah, me. currently we have five airlines, uh, 13 nonstop destinations, and we do about 30 to 36 outgoing flights a day, um, a little more during the summer. We have Alaska, American, Delta, United, and Avello, which is our low-cost carrier that just came on a few years ago but are actually uh, servicing four destinations a few times a week. And do you have the capacity to increase that, to add more in terms of flights and airlines, if you could? We do, and, and there's a few things that we, we try to do, right? So um, just to give you an idea, in the next three months, our schedule is showing a 21% increase in seats in the market, which is about 40,000 more seats than we had last year in the market over the next three years. Um, and there's a certain, that happens in a certain, or a few certain ways. One maybe a new destination from an already have an airline, a new airline. But what we've been seeing is an upgauge in aircraft from those 76 smallers up to those mainline 150 plus seat aircraft. So, uh, and we've been filling them and our, our load factor sits at about 87%. So uh, across the board, if you get on a plane to or from Redmond, it's about 87% full. And that's something obviously airlines would look at. They want a plane that's gonna be more full than less. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's how we get service, right? There's a lot of other stuff we can do. and uh, But the main thing is you got to show the airlines that you're using their service. And uh, as I mentioned, a high load factor means more revenue for them. And then, you know, that's when you see more frequency or new destinations. Do you have any new additions coming on in the next few months? Yeah, so we do have um, uh, Portland, direct seasonal starting November 29th. Uh, good times, early morning, come back in the late afternoon. Uh, that'll be going until April 10th. Uh, we just added Vegas uh, a few months ago, which is doing very well. Um, and then we're, we're talking to the airlines over the next few months to see what their summer schedule looks like. So we'll have more details on that uh, as we kind of move forward. Any chance of uh, additional either airlines, existing airlines, adding more flights or uh, maybe new airlines coming on to Redmond? Yeah. So, um, again, we're in the initial kind of headquarter talks for the year for the airlines. Uh, but I, I'm guessing you're going to see probably another flight sometime soon to uh, San Diego, so an extra frequency. Uh, we're still working with an airline to get Dallas Directs, um, and we're working with a few new airlines to, to come on board, especially once that terminal expansion is done and we have more capacity. Do you expect any disruptions with that expansion uh, as you go on with, with the construction? Yeah, I mean, as most customers see, if they travel quite a bit through airports that are under construction, you're going to see some stuff that occurs. Uh, you might have to take a different way to get to the aircraft for a few months, or you might see some of those walls up. Uh, but we're doing our best in working with our general contractor and, and design team to make sure that we try to minimize um, any of those kind of issues with our customers as we move through the construction. Now, with our winter weather coming up, uh, what sort of priorities do you have to put in place to, to get through? Yeah, I mean, so, uh, you know, inclement weather is, is something that uh, we deal with every year here in, um, you know, Central Oregon. So we have all, uh, all actually replaced our fleet. Um, so to give you an idea of a piece of equipment, um, you know, a million dollar piece of equipment that has a 24 foot plow on the front, has a full 22 foot broom and has a blower. We got a few of those. We run those in tandem. And so whenever we get inclement weather, we're getting more and more efficient um, 
to make sure that that airport is open for use uh, as much as possible, and we do a pretty good job of it. Not too many delays during the winter for Redmond, is there? No, it, it's not, um, especially for commercial traffic. So uh, I, I would say on average, or maybe total, hours maybe closed, maybe 30 hours a, a year um, spread over the whole um, winter. And a lot of times we close it when we know we're not going to impact that commercial traffic. That's not bad at all. Now, aside from packing their patients, any uh, tips for travelers? You know, it's something I always say, right? Make sure you give yourself plenty of time. Make sure you're checking the websites. We should have plenty of parking this year, but you can always go out there and see how many are available. Um, check with your airlines if there's been any changes. And again, the airlines are the ones that are going to let you know if there's a delay, a change. Uh, so make sure you're, you're checking that. Um, and then it can get busy, right? So uh, give yourself plenty of time. Um, and we always suggest two hours, especially in that early morning rush. Okay. I'm going to go back to the, the services and mm -hmm. uh, the updates that you have in that because you say this is the time of year when you're going around. You're basically soliciting airlines to come to Redmond. Is that kind of what it looks like? Yeah, there's a team of us called the Central Oregon Air Service Team, and uh, it's a group of us that, yes, exactly, go out and uh, basically tell the Central Oregon story to these airlines that, you know, they're based out of Atlanta, and most of their people that work there might have never been here and don't understand our story and especially our growth in the past few years. So we go out and we tell that story and uh, we kind of do some research for them and, and see if they're interested in trying something different, adding more frequency, larger planes, or maybe even new destinations. What sort of things do you tell them about Central Oregon to entice them to come here? Well, we, we always take our, our tourism group with us. We take our economic development group with us. And we really say, okay, here's the growth, right? And here's how we compare to uh, other markets in the, in the nation. Um, and then we show our tourism. And so, and then we show them, you know, how well we're doing with the flights we currently have and those load factors and the retention area. And, and, and again, we build this story uh, to hopefully get them to make a decision um, and, and take a risk and, and jump into the market. I would imagine the facilities themselves would go into that. And the fact that you're upgrading has got to be a positive thing. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I... I they want their customers probably not to be walking out to the plane. It's it's easier on their crew to have those jet bridges, especially in the winter. So, yeah, I would say that. And it also gives us more capacity to, to grow um, and uh, have easier quick turns for the airlines. Who's your major competitors in the state of Oregon or in the Northwest? You know, actually, uh, so if you're flying out of Central Oregon, 87% of the time you're flying Redmond, which is a huge what we call retention rate. Only about 11% of people out of Central Oregon go to Portland to fly and only 2% out of Eugene. So when you say competitors, not so much in customers that we're competing for, it's more we're competing for that aircraft and proving to the airlines that, hey, we'll make you more money using Central Oregon than let's say Pasco or Medford or Sacramento. Okay, we'll be able to fill the seats consistently. That we try to show that, right? But the main thing that occurs is people have to fly. and. Um, and the more you enjoy a, a certain flight, a direct destination, uh, the more we fill those planes, uh, our story looks, looks better for future growth. Since the pandemic, has it just been a continual increase? Uh, I mean, the pandemic hurt. We had about two years where we were below pre-pandemic, and now we're this year we'll hit 1.25 million passengers. Uh, pre-pandemic, we were just about at a million. Um, and then in the last 10 years, we've grown over 100% um, with customers. All right. Zach Bass, Redmond Airport. What's, uh, I guess, what's the number one thing you want uh, local folks to know about uh, the airport and how important it is to our local area? 
You know, I, I, I just hope that, you know, we have an internal model of friendly, fast, and clean. Um, and uh, we plan to, to take that into the new terminal expansion. But uh, I, I hope our customers are seeing that how much effort we put into that motto. And, and hopefully they're having a great experience out with RDM. Zach Bass, Redmond Airport. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you being here. Thank you, Frank. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.